From the Hill Country in Texas, this is OneRadioNetwork.com. Well, a very pleasant uh, good morning to you. The lady you saw there in a silhouette, she is in real live condition in Panama. And uh, it's, it's only the third Wednesday of the month, but because of the holidays, we've moved her up a month, is a, a week rather, as we told you, and that's Dr. Jennifer Daniels. Uh, we have lots of questions, but get yours in, and we're going to get into them fairly quickly here this morning, see what we can do for a couple of hours. Patrick at OneRadioNetwork.com. Uh, a little bit about today. Ray Pete, as you know, went on to the great beyond, so he's no longer on the show. We'd like to do it, uh, we tried to do it on a soul travel thing, or but we couldn't make the connection. But anyway, after a couple of years of Dr. Ray Pete, what a sweet guy, he I think he was 85 or so, and he just left peacefully in the middle of the night. Went on to the next adventure. God bless Ray Pete. What a cool guy. So uh, on the third now, we are going, who knows what we're going to do, but Richard Massey will be here a little bit later. He's generally the third one on Monday after we, uh, after we have some fun with Dr. Jennifer Daniels. Tomorrow, we're going to dig back into... Uh, um, Cosmic Truthers with Flat Earth Dave, and um, we're going to find out that the Earth does not spin around the sun as we've been told, that it's just another another made-up thing. You know, just add it to the list. Germs, terrorism, nuclear war, and Earth is spinning around the sun. Um, and then also tomorrow, a lady who's very much into what used to be known as neuro-linguistic programming, but the idea that when we say various words and we believe them and we speak them, they have definitely impact on our body because these words are pretty deep. They go way back and we've been using them for thousands of years. And um, they actually, when we believe that they're real, like words, then they impact our health. And it's very profound. I know this is true. So I'm going to be talking with her tomorrow. So it is raining outside. If you get a little bit of static through the the feed, well, don't worry about it because uh, everybody's doing the best we can. With Dr. Jennifer Daniels down there to the great uh, country of Panama. Hi. Oh. Hi. Hi. Hi there. Hi. You? Hello. 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 Are you able to see me I can or hear me rather? I can see you and I can hear you and you're all systems are 10 Oh, excellent. 10-4, good buddy. So how you doing, baby? What's going on? Good to go. You good? I am doing fine. You look great. Anything new in your Thank life you. in exercise, exercise land? Well, I moved on to Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu wow, uh, from Taekwondo. Mm. So how is Taekwondo, how is Jiu-Jitsu different from Taekwondo? So in uh, Taekwondo, you basically um, do exercises that strengthen um, your arms, no, not your arms, but your legs and your flexibility. So that's Taekwondo. Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu focuses more on your core and your your arms, your legs, and more a ground game. What you know, how to handle your body on the ground. And whereas all of uh, Taekwondo is upright. So in Taekwondo, if you hit the ground, that's it. It's over. The the, the match is over. The tournament is over. Jiu-Jitsu, you hit the ground. It's just begun. So is this fun for you? Do you like it? Well, I need to do more to strengthen my core. And it actually really is a lot of fun. And it's uh, 
I'm feeling phenomenally better very quickly. In fact, there are things I can do now that I couldn't do before. I've only done like three classes. Really? Hmm. Would, would you like me to show you? Can we have a show and tell? We're always up for a show and tell with you, girl. Sure. What do you got? Absolutely. What do you got? So this is something I could never do, and I could never uh, figure out how to do before. Mm -hmm. And so I'm just going to do it for you, and then you can, yeah, okay. figure it out. <laughs> Where are you? Okay, there you are. Yeah. Let's take this. Out of the way. Uh, let's take this title letter. Well, it's not blocking much. It's okay. Okay, so... We have to wear, oh, this is not, up oh, here, yeah, that's better. Okay. There you go. Right. Now, I don't think we see. Okay, great. That's it. Now, we look back a little bit to get out of the way. Okay. The key here is the position of the feet. That's pretty fun. <laughs> That's one cycle. That is more difficult than it appears. Yeah, it, look, it looks easy, but I've never tried that. Yeah, I, I've never tried to do that. Exactly. <laughs> so the question is, which leg do you move and which arm do you move first? And then where do you put it? And then what do you move next? And throughout the whole thing, your whole body is suspended. Notice not, your yeah. butt never hits the ground. Right. So it's actually quite challenging because it requires more um, arm strength and core strength than, say, a day at the gym. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So when we say core, what does that mean exactly, Doc? What is the core? What's that mean? Core is everything from your shoulder down to basically halfway to your knees. So it's that uh, spine integrated with the shoulders and the spine integrated with the hip girdle mm -hmm. and the ability to control and move that that uh, part of your body. Ah, okay, I see. <laughs> For example, part of jujitsu, if you can imagine the spine here, is that your opponent attempts to take your spine and literally bend it in half, like uh, breaking it. But your opponent's ability to bend your spine is dependent upon his flexibility. And the greater your flexibility is, if your flexibility is greater than his, then he can't bend your spine enough to cause pain or discomfort before he causes pain or discomfort in his own spine. Very interesting. So uh, with Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu, a lot of it is flexibility as well as uh, strength. strength. So flexibility, yeah. strength, and control. Yeah. Whereas Taekwondo, uh, it's not the with Taekwondo, the bigger person can pretty much always overcome the smaller person. Mm -hmm. Whereas Brazilian Jiu Jitsu, your size is not really a uh, negative factor or factor at all, actually. So that brings a whole new. So if you're more flexible than your opponent, then you know you're going to do better. Mm -hmm. So that brings a whole new meaning to the things when they say in the movies, I'm going to break you in half. <laughs> oh, no, it's real. <laughs> it's real. <laughs> and that break in half comes somewhere around T8. 
that's the thoracic vertebrae of the spine. So right there, T T8 is where the break would be. However, if you have a flexible hips and flexible shoulders, then when your opponent bends you, which they have to grab basically your hips and shoulders to bend you, uh, you're going to bend and you won't even feel the discomfort. Yeah. And not only are you going to bend, but when you bend, you compress, twist, and flip out of the grip. Okay. Dr. Jennifer Daniels, um, can you hear the rain? Uh, it's, can you hear the rain? No, you can't. Well, it's raining meatballs no. and spaghetti here. So if we should cut out, wow. you know, wow. I don't know what to do. You know, <laughs> just hang in there. Because sometimes well, I can hear you clearly. I cannot hear the rain. Oh, I can well, hear you clearly. Oh, it's like really pouring, but cool. Um, so, you know, you also mentioned uh, that you wanted to kind of encourage people to not fix something with their body if it's not broke. What, what ideas you have on that? Yes, it's critical. Hmm? Yeah, what ideas you have what about that? Yeah, yeah. Oh, well, this whole thing about should I get this injection, that injection, the first, second, third, fourth, or tenth injection. Do not treat something you don't have. And so what they're doing is getting people to, to accept therapy for things that they're afraid of. And so this is something, um, you know, back in the good old days, 1960s, even 1970s, we called it hypochondriasis, which is a hypochondriac, which is someone who pretends they're sick when they're not. And so the problem in these modern times is hypochondriasis, or being a hypochondriac, has been elevated to a civic duty and caused people to inject themselves with a lot of substances uh, that might actually compromise their health. To say nothing of giving their attention and their time, diverting it away from their happiness, away from their prosperity, and putting it into something um, that can only drag them further into misery and sadness. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Makes sense. So, uh, I, I guess in in the broad terms, in taking an injection for some kind of a mysterious germ would be the ultimate in that thing, right? Yeah, but that's just part of it. Right. So, this is just the tip of the iceberg. People are taking uh, cholesterol drugs to prevent a heart attack that they're afraid of. They're taking hypertensive medicines to offset, again, their fear of a heart attack. So when they take these drugs, they're not treating something they have. They're treating something they're afraid of. And that's an important distinction. Even diabetes. Mm. Um, so the latest research coming out from the medical industrial complex, I'm on their mailing list, is that the injections people are taking for diabetes, let's call it insulin, is actually killing more people than the actual untreated disease would kill. There's real evidence so really behind important. that? There's real evidence behind that. There's tons of evidence. Hmm. It's been around since uh, at least 2008. Hmm. I did a whole radio show on it that literally you are 30% more likely to die if you're a diabetic following your doctor's orders than if you're a non-compliant diabetic not taking your medicines as directed or not taking them at all. Wow. That's so, but all I'm saying is, it's, it's so, so, so important. Do not treat, do not accept any treatment, therapy, or intervention for something you do not have. And even if you have diabetes, what is it you're afraid of? It's not the diabetes. You're afraid that maybe you have an increased chance of heart attack, increased chance of cancer, or so on. 
So you're treating something you don't have. You're treating your fear of something. And it turns out diabetics only live like three years less, three to five years less than the average population. Not that big a deal, right? So maybe you'll die at 75 instead of 80. And now in the past um, three years with all the medical intervention, um, call it the uh, you know, vaccine, masking, social distancing, and people allow it, this population allowing its lives to be dominated by medical edicts, life expectancy in the United States is plummeted by two years. Two years. And then it'll be like everyone, you know, yeah, sprinkle fairy dust, everyone all of a sudden has diabetes, right? So now people are already aware they were afraid of being, which is dying two years earlier. <laughs> so it's very important to have the courage not to treat a condition that you don't have. Mm -hmm. So if, if you're afraid of death, for example, then obviously you're still alive, right? Because you're afraid of death. So if you're afraid of death, <laughs> you don't yet have death. Don't treat it. Don't, yeah, don't treat it. And uh, as, as you know, when you go to the docs, and they always want to do more tests about this or that, right? When you go, there's the first problem right That's there. Right. There's don't, the first problem. Don't go. <laughs> You're don't messed go. up. <laughs> I know. Boy. Now, everyone can do what they want. What I, I'll just say what I do. Uh, I don't have health insurance. I uh, do not get any kind of annual checks or even checks of any kind. Uh, the only checks I ever got was when I was married. My husband would check me out every single night, every single centimeter of my body. He would check and he would say, mm -hmm, everything's good. So I got checked every night. Uh, so if you want to get checkups, get that kind of checkup. Really uh, wonderful. And I think that will probably help you a little lot longer. Certainly a lot happier. Yeah. Yeah. And then, and just in general too, you've told us and other people have as well, doctor, that, um, the, the blood tests and these 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 numbers are all crazy off the charts anyway. What What's low and what's high? The word would be bogus. The word would be fraudulent. Let's be clear. Fraudulent, okay. Yeah, but let's just be, let's put this in English. Okay. Off the charts, what does that mean? I don't know. Who makes the charts anyway? Yeah. So what it means is the tests are designed to label healthy people as sick. Hmm. Going to a doctor for annual exam, it's like taking your car to the mechanic for him to, to Find something. Just check if you need something else. Yeah. yeah. So create something. <laughs> and that's what the doctor does. Uh, in fact, they've, they've done the research showing that if you get your annual exam every year, uh, it will destroy your health because your doctor will diagnose you with illnesses you don't actually have. You receive treatments that you don't need. need and uh, all you'll get is a bunch of side effects because since you're healthy, you're not really sick. There's no benefit to be had. So. Oh, medical complex, and they keep repeating this study, by the way, every three to five years. And every single year without fail, every time they do the study, it shows that the annual physical exam, medical physical exam, is hazardous to your health. Yep. yep. People still get them. Doctors still recommend them. Nothing wrong with that. Nothing wrong with that. I'm just saying exercise your you know, freedom of choice. It'd be like a mechanic so saying. I'm saying. I have no health insurance. Yeah. I don't interact with the health the medical industrial complex. If I have friends in the hospital, I let them know. I'll see you when you get out. Just I, I have nothing to do with it. Yeah. It's not part of my life. It would be like a mechanic saying, well, you know, your transmission could go out in the next couple of years. I think we should put a new one in now. 
just just in case. You know. Exactly, that's right. <laughs> just in yeah, case. let's just give chemo now in case you have almost cancer. Let's do do surgery and take out those uterus and uh, ovaries and uh, throw in some chemo just to be sure. <laughs> well, as you know, there have been ladies. Who have, there's been ladies, uh, fam- fam- famous ones. I won't mention any names who had this breast cancer. I won't mention you. Yeah, genes and actually had their breasts cut off. I mean, I'm seriously. Right. Yeah. I love them. These are competent adults, and that's fine. It's their body. It's their breasts. They can make that decision. I'm just saying us regular lay people can also make our own decisions as well. Right. Indeed. Well, so what, what's going on before we take emails? What what kind of things do you have planned for this uh, holiday season there in Guatemala? Guatemala. I mean in um, Guatemala. Not close enough, close enough. Oh, you're, you're close. Yeah. So I have adopted grandkids. Panama. And um, they've invited me to uh, celebrate Christmas with them. So Christmas in Panama is quite the uh, marathon event. It starts at 4 p.m. on Christmas Eve. And at 4 p.m., everyone gets together and has uh, some type of uh, cocktail or d'oeuvres. Then around 5 p.m., six-ish everybody has uh dinner then the kids go out to play and if you're a healthy adult like me you go out and play with them and then around eight-ish everyone changes into coordinated sleepers so so, so, and the message has been sent out in advance these are the sleepers everyone's going to be wearing get your pair at the blah 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 store okay i have a pair so uh everyone changes into sleepers at 8 p.m what are sleepers if you're me Huh? What are sleepers? These are like serious sleepers. Like what are they? Uh, pajamas. Oh, pajamas. Okay. They're like things with long sleeves and long, yeah, yeah. So then we go back outside and play again, play some more. And then around <clears throat> 9 p.m. the fireworks start. Not too many, it's a few here and there around then. And then if you're me, around about 8.30ish, 9, it's time for me to go to bed. I'm just going to bed. However, you have to get back up at around 11.30ish, and now fireworks are going off like every 10 seconds, all over the place. And in the United States, you go drive some places to see fireworks. Uh-uh-uh-uh-uh. Not, not here. Everyone, every house in the block is setting off fireworks. So it's really an incredible display. Then at midnight, exactly midnight, the kids are ushered to the tree where they open their presents. And the kids have got to open their present their presents, say thank you, uh, pass out hugs to whoever gave them presents, and uh, pretend to play with each toy, if only for 30 seconds. Then, if you're me, you go right back to bed. If you're not me, uh, you're an adult. You stay up and the adults, uh, you know, set off fireworks and whatever. Finally, I get up around seven-ish in the morning. The adults, other adults are still uh, up and whatever. Maybe some of them might have taken a nap. Then it's pool time, and everyone gets in the pool and plays and splashes around the pool with the kids, and um, there are various beverages that are served, and that goes on until around 11 a.m., and then, if you're me, you go home. (laughs) Everyone else, I think they probably continue to uh, play around for another couple hours. Hmm. So, obviously, then that time of the year in Panama is summer, December, summer. It's warm. Uh, 
um, that's uh, we're we're on the cusp. Hmm. So December kind of corresponds to what you would call fall. It's, it's a season change. Hmm. So summer doesn't really usher in until January, uh, first ten days of January, actually. So you can do the, but they swim and it's fine, right? But wait, everyone brings a dish. So what am I bringing? Oh, I see. Well, do you want to know? Sure, I want to know. <laughs> so I've made homemade cheesecake. It takes two days to make the cheesecake. Whoa. So you get uh, graham crackers if you're that kind of person. I'm not that kind of person. So I get um, home-baked artesian sweetened soda crackers that I puree in the blender. And I add cardamom, cinnamon, and vanilla, and sugar, and butter into that. And I press it into the... Uh, pan. I do not use a cheesecake pan because that's giving yourself stress. I use a casserole dish. Everything I make is in a casserole dish. It has changed my life. I recommend it highly. Anyway, this casserole dish, by the way, is less shallow so you can get the whole thing done without burning the bottom. So, I digress. So then, I make the filling with uh, cheesecake, heavy cream, a couple tablespoons of flour, eggs, heavy cream, um, cream cheese. And then that's uh, pureed, poured into, well first you bake the crust. Take that out, put the filling in, bake that, take that out. Then you make a sour cream, brown sugar, vanilla, and a little pinch of lemon juice uh, topping. Puree that nice and fluffy, spread that on the top, back in the oven, 12 more minutes. Take that out, cool it overnight. Then the next day, you take some uh, cornstarch, sugar, spices if you want, and water, and you make it to a nice thick whatever, and then you stir in the fresh fruit, which you've sliced, and then let it cool to warm, spread it over the now chilled cheesecake, chill it again, and then the next day you're ready. Hmm. Sounds yum. Wow, we went through a, quite a process to get there. Yeah. <laughs> yes! I like to cook in case you didn't notice. And so I always make something like that every year. So last year I made a fresh, um, actually it wasn't a leg of lamb, it was like, uh, I mean not lamb, but pork. It wasn't a pork butt, it was a pork butt plus the hock plus part of the torso. It was big, like 20 pounds. So I made that and that was a similar three or four day process. So I described to my uh, grandkids and their parents what I did, and they said, whoa, that's next level. <laughs> so this year we're going to have a next level cheesecake. <laughs> what are they, level, they call it? They call it next level. Next level, I see. That's their expression for over the top. Yeah. Oh, man, man, it's next level. <laughs> well... Glad you guys. Yeah, I guess uh, is there a strong uh, Roman Catholic influence in Panama? Yes. yes. I thought so for some reason. I don't know why. Yeah. Well, it stopped raining here, so I th think we're going to be good for a while. Uh, let's dig right into a couple of emails, and then we'll we'll do a, our first break. So this is from, I don't know. Can you please tell me the best way to get off the following medications that I have taken for too many years? I tapered off a few years ago, <laughs> but, but found that I became very paranoid. I wanted to subside, 
but I, I wanted it to subside, but I did not, and I could not tolerate it, and went back on the medications. So here you go, K L O N O P I N, clonopin, trazedone, T R A Z E done, and serotren, traline, S E R T A R L I. Oh, good. I'm. I am in the process of Candida Cleaner <laughs> Diet and plan to start turpentine in two weeks. So I wonder why she's taking these three guys. She's been taking them for too long. Nice. So she's starting the Candida Cleaner, hoping she can clean herself out and get off of them. So the answer is she's on the right track. So uh, continue with the, the Candida Cleaner Diet. Um, start the turpentine, but be very meticulous about your three poops a day. That's uh, very important. Then, as you go, you want to add beef brain to your diet. Two ounces a day. Um, I would say do that every day for about a week, and then you can rotate through liver. That would be four to eight ounces a day. Now, this is in addition to the, what you're already eating on the Candida Cleaner Diet, okay? It's not a weight loss program. All right, so once you do the liver for about a week, go back to the brain, and then what you're going to notice is you're not going to need the sertraline and the trazodone. And then keep going. It'll be about a month or two, and you won't need the clonopin. And what kind of issues are these things supposedly allegedly helping? The drugs or the food? The, the, drugs. the drugs. So drugs basically are for nervous system, behavioral, emotional disorders. Oh. However, when you take them, they destroy the nervous system. And so that way you're never able to, to take, stop them. So if you eat the beef brain and the liver, that will repair the nervous system and then you'll be able to take away those drugs. So generally, big picture, folks want to work on nervous system you like the beef brain? Is that top of your list? That's top of my list. And second, of course, would be the pork brain. Now, spices, you can take spices. Spices are very helpful. Um, cinnamon is awesome. So what you do is you take a bunch of cinnamon sticks, I would say about six of them, put them in a paper bag, and literally inhale them. Wow. Cool. And it will calm you down. It's amazing. It just gives you the feeling like everything's fine with the world. That will literally take care of your, that will help you get off the clonopin. Hmm. I've had clients literally do that and they don't need their tranquilizers anymore. They're, especially the, clon, the clonopin type. The trazodone certainly are a little more complex. And so eating the uh, brain is necessary to actually repair the brain tissue itself. And you can actually just breathe and the cinnamon sticks in the bag. Pretty fun. Yeah. yeah so Never heard that one before. So here we have Jack. He's a 50-year-old fellow. And for the past month, he's been having okay. bloody, bloody nose in the morning upon awakening. Hmm. Uh -huh. That's it. So stop his dairy, especially cheese. Next, uh, do a neti pot in the evening. Next, he needs to eat something that's really high fat. Uh, let me suggest bacon. And don't just eat bacon. You know, chop it up in your celery or some other vegetable. And that will 
that's the end of his nosebleeds. But absolutely must, must stop absolutely all dairy. Doodle. <laughs> she, <laughs> she's lying here on the floor dreaming. Hey, dude, it's okay. She chases rabbits sometimes in her dream, and she's going, nyo, 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 nyo. <laughs> so I have to sometimes tell her, to, it's okay, it's okay, it's okay, it's okay. Um, man, let me find. Okay, she ha here is Cheryl, and she has an embarrassing question. Aren't they all? Yes. So, <laughs> so get that's what we're here for. So get said <laughs> not to be embarrassed. Okay, I have a very embarrassing okay. question. Please ask Dr. Jennifer Daniels if there's a way after being damaged by an oncologist, an oncologist, you can get control of your bladder and bowel problems on no medication. That's not too embarrassing. 2016. Um, has cervical cancer, got 15 uh, radiation doses, 10 chemos, five radiation doses, or internal many, many, or internal many, many women are harmed, and there is a lawsuit going on, at least 150 complaints. I'm too afraid to go back to any doctor right now, and I'm on no medication. Also, my cholesterol is over 400. However, I'm not really concerned about that one. Would you like your opinion? No. Oh. All right, so, uh, yes, I can understand why you're embarrassed. You should be embarrassed. I would be embarrassed, too, if I allowed someone to do that to me. However, you've got to pull yourself together and get over the embarrassment. Forgive yourself for allowing this to happen to you and just kind of go on with your life. And even forgive these people who did it to you. Uh, you you've got to put that behind you. Your embarrassment is actually more dangerous to your health than anything else at this point because your embarrassment is actually going to keep you from finding, even seeking, the actual solutions to your situation. All right, so we said that. The cholesterol over 400, you are correct. Don't worry about that. You should make sure that you stay hydrated even though it means you're going to have to change your diapers more often. Uh, what I did not hear was what kind of surgery was done for She doesn't this. say here, no medication, 2016. <laughs> I know she doesn't say. You, yeah. read it, you read it, she didn't say, so I know that. What, that's, that's what I'm getting at, is if they removed the muscles necessary for her bladder to work, then oh. there's not any cure. Oh. So if they actually cut out the part of her body that would operate to control her bladder, then, you know, sorry, Charlie. Okay, so she didn't tell us that, only she knows, whatever. But they, a lot of times with these cervical cancers or women's reproductive cancers, and I've seen these surgeries, they are gruesome. Hmm. They cut out uh, the lady's uterus, the cervix, they take out part of the urethral tube that they pee through, they take out part of the muscle, and literally the lady is uh, is just dripping urine on the floor the rest of her life. All right. So she's had some bowel and bladder uh, damage here. So she should eat some pork chitlins, which is large intestine of the pig, hmm. or some uh, beef 
intestines. I like small beef intestine. I think it's tastier. It's certainly more tender. However, I don't know what part of the bowel they damage with the radiation, probably both the large and small intestines. So what she should do, I would recommend cow, large intestine, and small intestine. Uh, you just boil it up, get some salted water, chop it up, stir it into your favorite stew, and just get it down. I mean, basically, to be honest. And the dose is about four ounces a day. I found it's the most I can take. And this is just amazing. It pairs your, your bowels, and they, they feel just really hmm. strong and capable. So that would be uh, from cow. And as far as the bladder goes, let's just suppose that she's got enough muscle left. They didn't cut out the muscle. Then she should start doing um, the stretches associated with splits. So any video online, uh, splits in a day, that's great. Obviously, you're not going to get your splits in a day. That's not the point. The point is doing these stretches strengthens your uh, bladder muscles. The next thing you do is you can Google Taekwondo kicks. Doesn't matter which kick. Pick your favorite one. And do like 15 kicks each side four times a day. Build up to that. You're probably not even going to be able to do one kick each side four times a day. But just start with where you are and build up. And what will happen is if you have residual muscle down there to be rehabilitated, it will be rehabilitated. You'll get strong bladder and, uh, yeah, you'll get back on your feet. So. Hmm. Excellent. So... Uh, overall, if if the farmers market people can't do the intestines in that, um, so where do you yeah. go to? You said online, yeah. Just online. go online. You can get them. Just look beef intestines. Wow. <laughs> yeah, go online because online everything's anonymous, right? And they can say, "Well, we didn't really send it to her. It right. wasn't us." Right. You know? right. <laughs> I wonder. I wonder if all these uh, people we get from time to time with so many stomach issues, you know, acid reflux and that whole thing, would it help them, do you think, to eat stomach of the of the animal? No, no, no. I didn't tell her to eat stomach. I told her to eat, yeah. Uh, no, they have a different problem. Hmm. And so, you know, something like fennel, they have fennel seed parasite problem, they have a dehydration problem. So if you're having problems up here at this end, it's more of a dehydration uh, parasite problem. In her situation, her tissue has been directly harmed and destroyed by radiation, so her body needs to repair it. Her body's not going to repair it if she doesn't present it with the building blocks to rebuild. Gotcha. Understand. Yeah. Cool. All right. You stay right there, my dear. Patrick Timpone, OneRadioNetwork.com, and we'll be back. If you'd like to uh, ask a question, we are live here this morning. It is 18 December, 18 December, 2022. Good to have you here tomorrow. We're going to do Flat Earth Dave. One of our f- popular A's. Can't believe the, the hits that he gets on it. That's <laughs> crazy. People love this stuff. Flat Earth Dave is tomorrow. And then also a lady to talk and is talking about um, uh, what it used to be called neuro-linguistic programming, but the meanings of words and how deep they go when we use particular words. It's fascinating work. She's um, She's done some TED Talks and stuff and written a bunch of books. And so that'll be tomorrow as well. And Dr. Richard Massey will be here, oh, in maybe an hour and a half or so. Uh, we got started a little late. I'm going to ask him to come in just a little bit late because of my internet wonkiness. This is OneRadioNetwork.com. We've been uh, talking about this this thing, this 
this unit that I've been on for, I'm not on it, but I work with it, and it's called um, M or X3. And it was uh, uh, put together by Dr. John Jaquish, whose book, Weightlifting is a Waste of Time, is a bestseller. And his whole premise is, is then when you do weights the way gym, people in the gyms generally do weights, that is very hard on the joints and the shoulders and the knees. And usually these, uh, these gym rats end up with uh, a lot of problems because it's just hard the way they do it, even though you can build muscle. He created a thing called X3 that's on the front page. You'll see a picture of him using it on OneRadioNetwork.com. And it's using um, um, bands, which are um, Teflon, not, what are they made out of? Uh, um, from the rubber tree, latex bands, not petroleum-based, but very strong bands. And you uh, actually um, use um, a resistance program where you're never taking the pressure off of the muscle. So, for example, I can demonstrate here for a moment. So say you're doing an overhead uh, press. So you have this steel plate you're standing on, then you have this uh, latex band and a, and a steel and a bar, and you're doing this way up here. So all of this uh, muscles on your uh, some of your biceps, but a lot of your shoulders and chest are being um, um, resisted on, and then you have pressure on it, and then you do this, you bring it down, you bring it down, and you still have pressure on it, so you're not you're not letting the slack out of the latex band, and then you go up again. And you do it for as many as you can do, and then you do it until you can't do anything, you just stop right right in the middle that, that, uh, you're to failure. And that's something that's incredibly powerful for these muscles when you just can't move, then you quit. And you do each uh, four different uh, body parts during the day uh, on your your little session takes about 15 minutes, incredible, 15 minutes. Anybody can do that. I've been doing it every day uh, for like uh, six, uh, eight, I don't know, maybe three months now. And I'm building muscle all over my body, chest, uh, lats, um, biceps, triceps, and the calves, booty, booty. It's incredible. It's really a cool system. Check it out. I think they still have the sale price of three ninety nine. And you can finance it as well, which is very important. And they have a quick, easy finance thing. You just click on it, pay a little bit of interest, and you just get it. I paid $549 for mine three months ago, and then they went on sale, go figure. But who cares? Check it out. Now, this, this little note, to those of you who purchased this from us since we began um, promoting this a month ago, if you purchased the X3 for, through One Radio Network, there were some issues with calculating our commissions on the sale. Would you email me and let me know that you purchased it? If you did, just write, Hi, I'm Joe, I'm Joe Jones, I uh, live in Connecticut, and I bought it around uh, December 1st. Just That's all we need. And then they're going to be able to retrace and pay us some commissions because something went wrong with their system. So... We didn't make any commissions on the sales that we made. So if you purchased an X3 beginning, I think it was around November 10th, something like that, through today, uh, through today, uh, or through yesterday, just email me, please, patrick 
at oneradionetwork.com. Just let me know uh, your name and uh, this city where you live, and and then we'll we'll work it out with them. Okay, okay, that's a good thing to do. Thanks. Previously, with Mister Oxygen, Ed McCabe, we asked him this: Does sulfur does it bring oxygen to the cells as well? Yes, that's what oxygen, sulfur are just. That's what it does. Kissing cousins, they love each other. The sulfur takes the oxygen. Now, in the beginning, we would have people stuff themselves with oxygen, either ozone or transport for oxygen in there, in not not the burnt out dead MSM that sells millions and millions of dollars worth in the health food stores and other places all over the world. It's worthless. You have to get the real organic. So don't ever shop price at MSM because you're just going to get garbage. You need the organic super sulfur. Real, pure, living sulfur. Organic sulfur. That's what we sell right here. Three prices, depending on where you live. If you'd like more than four pounds, email me, Patrick, at OneRadioNetwork.com. We'll give you a discount. Order anytime. Front page. Click OneRadioNetwork.com. Indeed, indeed. OneRadioNetwork.com. And, uh, yeah, we, we can ship, you know, up to about, um, oh, 10 pounds or so in a box. And we're, we do that a lot. People, um, I don't like, they like to stock up for some reason. But also, if you have friends and family, and then you get a discount, and uh, you can pass it out, and we can just send, you know, six, seven, eight pounds to wherever you are. So it's, it's fun. Um, just let us know if, if we can help. Let us know if we can help. There's some very interesting, cool things on Shen Blossom. I, I encourage you, highly encourage you, which is more than encourage you, to go to Shen Blossom and look at their products. They have medicinal mushrooms that are very, very good. They have a ginseng, or oh, 50-year-old ginseng. They have some detox um, products, mountain detox. And just read the ingredients. Just go through and read some of the ingredients and you're going to want to buy some because you won't see anything there. It's just all herbs, um, uh, all herbs, flowers, um, plants, and herbs. That's it. Nothing else. It's all in a Myron glass like this one. And this is the one for boys and girls with uh, uh, balancing hormones called Arise. Excellent products. They have miso if you like miso soup. I'm starting to do that. I like, they have a digestive bitters. Um, this is a great, great little product. Dr. Jennifer Daniels like digestive bitters. It comes in this uh, little powder. They got all these uh, these bitter herbs in powder. You just lick them. Some great products. I think you'll enjoy what you find there. Again, everything in Myron glass. Uh, some very um, classic and sacred kind of Chinese medicine medical formulas. Hoshu Wu for the kidneys. Some very, very... Um, Cool, thanks. And it is on Shen Blossom on our front page, oneradionetwork.com. Broadcasting from the beautiful Hill Country in Texas, this is oneradionetwork.com. The author of The Lethal Dose, Murder by Medicine is No Accident. (laughs) When did you write that book, Doc? 2013. Is that still available? Can people get that? Yes, it is. It's on Amazon. On Amazon. Huh. 
And Vitality Cycles is your your thing, right? Let me put it up there so people can look. VitalityCycles.com. Yep. Check it out. Tell you folks can get your they'll free find report, there. The Candida Cleaner. Yeah. You'll find your free report, The Candida Cleaner, which tells you how to prepare your body so you can add turpentine to your list of healing miracles. You'll also find Vitality Capsules that helps you get your three poops a day. Yeah. Yay. <laughs> So you can prepare your body so when the parasites want to leave, they can go. And you'll also find the Home Healers Program, which is a comprehensive program put together. It's a series of uh, 10 basic uh, audio slash videos that help you or teach you how to handle the 25 most common emergency room ailments in your home in less time than it takes for an ambulance to arrive. And then it also has, as bonuses, added question and answer sessions to answer any and every question you might possibly have about applying this to your life. And this is information I've used in my life that's, that enabled me to not have health insurance, live anywhere I want without respect to whether a doctor or a health center is nearby. Yeah. And it has easily, in 20 years, saved me over uh, $200,000. And so it's very, very extremely useful information so nothing of the stress removes from your life and the time that you get back right yeah. uh, I'll just give you an example my neighbor I was here in Panama and my neighbor had chest pain couldn't breathe usual you know clutching her chest sweat just pouring off of her skin and so her son uh, runs up the stairs to my house and says hey you know my mother's having a heart attack you gotta help I go and I look I'm like oh my gosh sure enough so I run back to my house Mix up a potion, which is in the home uh, healer's thing, and I mixed it up in less than three minutes, gave it to her, she drank it. Her symptoms went away in less than uh, four minutes, and she was so thankful that she ran out of her house, climbed the mango tree, and got me what she felt to be the three best mangoes. Really? And uh, what kind of symptoms was she and having? And she scheduled an outing with her son that afternoon. And is able to go on the outing with her son as if nothing ever happened. But that's the kind of freedom you can have when you get this home healers program, and it's written in very easy English that you know a grade schooler could understand. And you know, it's, it's just something that's meant so much to me and to the people uh, that I've had the that have had the good fortune to come in contact with me. Hmm. So it's really something I would strongly recommend. A wonderful, fabulous investment. On this lady, what kind of uh, symptoms was she having? Uh, crushing chest pain, radiating down her left arm. Wow. Sweat pouring off her uh, skin. Uh, she, she, she couldn't breathe, and she was laying on the couch uh, on her back, afraid to move because the pain was so bad. Wow. That's a classic symptoms of heart. Totally classic. 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 In, in that situation. Well, let's just say it wasn't a heart attack. Let's just say it wasn't a heart yeah, attack. Who knows? She would have definitely ruin her whole day, her whole afternoon, not be able to go on an outing with her son who happens to work probably one of the few Sundays he was able to take her where she wanted to go. You know, it would totally have disrupted her life. But she has this crisis episode, this devastating chest pain, bam, gone in three minutes, and she can go on with her day like nothing happened. So uh, can you speculate on when that's going on, what's going on? Is it the actual myocardial infarction or... Could be blocked yeah, up arteries. Yeah, it's a spasm could, of the, could be both. Spasm of the of the artery. Yeah. Spasm of the what, dear? Spasm of the heart muscle. 
of the arteries in the heart. So either way, it's a heart attack, whether it's a blood clot or whether it's a spasm. Uh, okay. Hmm. Hmm. Was uh, cayenne pepper in that potion? Yes, it was. Because uh, you talked about that years ago, I remember. <laughs> yeah. So all of these things are organized very concisely for you. You can listen to the different chapters. It even tells you how to get together your own emergency kit for your particular home, depending on what your needs are. So obviously, if you have kids at home, you're going to need certain things. And if you don't have any kids, you won't need those things. You'll need different things for people who are, say, over 60. And so uh, I also tell you exactly how to handle each type of emergency. And so you can be a hypochondriac, right? Pick the emergencies you're most afraid of and <laughs> prepare for those and put those things in your emergency kit. <laughs> Yay. That's great. Here's an email from Juan. Does, yeah. does Dr. Daniels know of any natural, permanent, good, cure, good, for bruxism, which is when a person grinds their teeth while they are asleep? So there is no permanent cure for anything, right? Why is that? Because anything you have is a result of a lifestyle habit. And if you continue that habit, then, of course, the thing will come back, right? It's like type 2 diabetes. If you start eating and exercising correctly, the diabetes goes away. You go back to your, your uh, unhealthy eating and activity pattern, and it will return. So, you know, so let's just dispel that concept, right, right now. It's just like, woo, gone. All right. So bruxism, uh, I have to say, honestly, I personally never had bruxism, to get totally honest with you. However, um, what we're really talking about is uh, spasm and muscle activity at night when you're asleep mm -hmm. that you're not really in control of. So first is the turpentine, you know, the candida cleaner. What that's going to do is remove uh, toxins that might be at play here and parasites. So follow, get, go to vitalitycycles.com and get the Candida Cleaner Protocol. It's free and just follow it. Easy beans. The next thing I would recommend would be black squid ink. Oh, black yeah. squid ink. I remember that. I have some of that. Yeah, so black squid ink, what that does is it gets rid of uh, electric activity that signals your muscles to contract and grind your teeth. Oh. So it harmonizes the signals in your uh, your brain and your muscles so that you don't have the grinding. The dose of black swimming is about one teaspoon. I try to take it uh, one teaspoon a week, but since he's got, let's just say probably took the time to call in. So I would say maybe a teaspoon three times a week. You can buy black squid ink at any gourmet food shop, $6 a bottle, it's about a month or two months supply. And the thing to understand about that is you have to stir it into at least uh, three ounces of hot water. So what usually they do with it is they make spaghetti and toss the spaghetti, toss spaghetti in it and eat spaghetti. But that those would be the two things that would. Cool. Um, mm -hmm. Oh, and then by the way, just usual tooth care. You know, just brush and floss right. every day before bed. Yeah. And also, one you can get these simple things at the drugstore.
to make a little shield for your teeth and maybe so you won't grind your teeth down while you're fixing this. Very easy to do, you know? Put them in. Okay. Uh, here's... Um, oh, here's one. Has Dr. Daniels found a safe way to regularly apply turpentine topically without irritating the skin, like a certain ratio of turpentine to olive oil or aloe vera, which is properly absorbed and effective on treating various skin issues? Hmm. The more you dilute the turpentine, the less effective it is. However, if you've got sensitive skin, uh, sure, dilute it. I would dilute it in castor oil, though, because castor oil, well, Uh, first of all, we don't know, what is she treating? uh, Just skin issues is all they say, skin issues, whatever that is. No, no. Okay, let's say it's a rash. Let's say it's a rash. Let's say it's eczema or psoriasis. She's got the wrong cure. Okay, so if you have the wrong thing, then there's your problem right there. So she needs to just eat some pig ears. And so she'll eat like, I don't know, 40 pound, half pound of pig ears every day. Then her skin, rash, psoriasis, eczema, whatever, will clear right up. So, so those kinds of things, it's something coming out, correct? It's not, the topical thing is not going to fix it. Like eczema, detoxing? No, no, no. no. So that's not the way I see it. So maybe I'm wrong, I don't know. Okay. But my uh, perception of something like eczema or psoriasis is basically a person has thin skin. Thin they have skin. a serious collagen deficiency. And the body has decided, okay, we're not going to maintain this piece of skin right here. Now, the other thing that can cause skin issues is her, is her personal care products. So she has a product that she's getting from the grocery store or any store. It has more than one ingredient. Even if it is aloe vera with more than one ingredient, don't put it on her skin. So in my skin, and you go to my 65-year-old skin here, 65 years old, only thing I put on it is either uh, cat oil, vitamin A, I'm sorry, uh, castor oil, carrot oil, or almond oil. That's pretty much it. I don't even use olive oil. Those are the only three things I put on my skin. Do not put any soap on my skin. If she's using soap, then that's part. That is the problem. So if you have any skin issues, no soap, no soap, no hot one, and no scratching. Basically, no washcloth because that's too much friction. So no soap, no hot water, and no washcloth. So that means the water hits your skin, and you just. Uh, rub your skin like that, and that's all the friction your skin gets. So if she has skin issues, um, the real problem with your skin issues, especially if turpentine burns and you put it on your skin, your skin is too thin. You've got a serious collagen deficiency. Uh, I, the, the turpentine is not the answer, I guess is what I'm trying to tell them. Right. And top collagen foods are, just to recap quickly? Big ears. Big ears. ears are my favorite because... Pump collagen and you can get them right down real easy and it tastes good. Yeah. Now, you can also use pig feet, cow feet, <coughs> and chicken feet. They all have their issues. Uh, cow feet, you're going to gain weight. Um, pig feet, you may or may not like the taste. Chicken feet, you got to sift through about 23 bones per foot. And it yeah. takes about yeah. six to eight feet a day to yeah. <laughs> solve the problem. But chicken feet, you'll lose weight. Cow feet, you'll gain weight. Pig feet, neutral. Pig ears, neutral. You're not going to gain or lose weight. But the fat is, the collagen's really good in the pig ears, huh? Really good. 
Yeah, and you don't have any bones to work your way through. Right. And it does taste good. Whereas huh? all those feet, you got a lot of bones. Yeah, a lot of bones. Yeah, it's actually pretty, pretty, pretty tasty. Yeah, I I found some really nice grass-fed organic uh, bone marrow bones. You know the kind about this thick, and it's about round. Yes. So how? Yes, I love them. So I thought Very of you, good. you know, and so uh, tell us, tell me how I'm going to get the marrow out of there. That's why I bought them because I saw them. I said, oh man, but I, I don't remember what you said about how to get them out. Yeah. Do you have an air fryer or other with a broiler? I can brew. I can so the air fryer is the most practical. You have an air fryer? Okay. So you just take them, um, put some uh, foil in your air fryer basket, put one or two, however many you want to eat, in the, in the air fryer basket, and just uh, cook it for 10, 15 minutes until it turns gray. Then you take it out, sprinkle salt and pepper on it, and a spoon will, at that point, go easily in and scoop it out, put it on some bread and eat it. That's it. Wow. Really good for you, huh, Paul Merrill? Very good. When you eat it, you'll say, oh. <laughs> I need that. Also, your appetite is gone for the rest of the day. You feel totally wow. satisfied and energetic. So, I don't know about an air fryer thing. What if I don't have that? I've got a oven and then I've got a... Um, yeah, the broiler. The broiler in your oven is fine. Just broil? A broil. Yeah, just broil. Okay. Yeah. Mm. Well, I'm going to do that. <clears throat> yeah, just put, it, put a pan under to catch any sure. grease. Cool. So let's see. Um, hi, Patrick. Do you know if Diamond G Forest products are still in business? To the best of my knowledge, they are. That's our favorite turpentine. Just they're getting an air message, so I would just call them or go to their website, diamondgforest.com, I think. Some really nice turpentine. Yeah. Right. Where is the balance? Writes an emailer. And trying to get a healthy diet suggested from your Candida Cleanser book to eliminate meat as much as possible from listening to your late show where you recommend uh, you very much vilified bacon. I don't think you've done that. But there's much negative association with no, bacon. I love bacon. Me too. Causing acidic environment of the body where pathogens and parasites... I never it. said that. It's someone else making it up. Yeah. That's all made up. Yeah, bacon's great. Don't just. So what's the balance he's looking for? Well, because he, he this person believes that bacon between is between meat and no meat. Yeah. Is that is that the balance he's trying to understand? Meat that and was no the meat? first question. They got three questions. First question is they don't want to. I guess they don't want to eat meat. I don't know. Okay, let's find the balance between meat and no meat. So first, what you do is you follow the candida cleaner diet, which is a vegan diet, by the way. It's just no meat or dairy in it. So follow that. If, slash when, you experience any weakness and you add liver. Let's say you'd really rather be vegan, then follow that diet and just add liver like once a week. It'd be four ounces or whatever it takes for you to maintain your energy. And then once you have stabilized your energy, you can substitute the liver, substitute either uh, bone marrow or, or brain. So that's the minimal, I would say the minimal meat diet. So you do the candida cleaner diet, just adding one of those three organ meats. And you'll see when you eat them that you get a very different effect from each one. Yeah. And you'll be able to read your body and say, oh, wait, uh, I think this is a bone marrow week. Uh, this is a liver week. or This is a brain week. Okay, so that's the meat-vegetable balance. What's the next question? Next question. What would you recommend for melasma 
or the sun damage on the skin that looks like melasma. Hemiallic okay, so the question is, hmm. the question is, we don't know the answer, but the question is, when did it show up and is it getting worse? Let's say it showed up after the last baby and let's say it's not getting worse. Let's just say. That person needs to get rid of all their processed food. That means the soda pop, the fruit juice, the soy milk, every last bit of processed food, get rid of it. Then I have a book, Do You Have the Guts to Be Beautiful? That has a facial in it. And even one facial, they will see their melasma lighten up. And do that facial about, I would say, try to do it once a week. You can do it more often if you want to. But some people have delicate skin, and they find if they do it you know, more often than that, it's uncomfortable. But if you do that facial as often as you are able to, it will actually literally erase your uh, melasma. But it's caused by toxins getting trapped in your face. So you're not pooping three times a day, you're not drinking enough water, or uh, you have too many processed, probably beverages, to be honest, in your diet. Whether it's, well, let's, let's be clear, non-water beverages. <laughs> non-water. And I recommend, yeah, I recommend distilled water. And, or if you have a juicer, you know, juice, celery juice or carrot juice or cucumber is the best. Cucumber is very nice. And that will literally uh, scrub and erase your uh, melasma. What does melasma look like? Is it dark or light? Oh, it's very disfiguring. It's just—it's really hmm. uh, embarrassing. It's like—it's like someone took uh, chocolate milk and just threw it on your face. Wow, hmm. never seen that. Okay. Yeah, it's really. It, and, and people spend a lot of money on makeup, you know, to cover it up. It usually it shows up after uh, a baby hmm. because there's two phases, well, three phases to be to having a baby. There's being pregnant, having the baby, and after you have the baby. So that after you have the baby phase is where these ladies are having the problem. They don't understand that after they have the baby, there's a huge cleansing phase. And rather than leaning into it by drinking more water, pooping more often, and eating more vegetables, they retreat by dehydrating themselves and eating less so they can lose weight to get back to their pre-baby weight. And that causes the toxins to get trapped right there uh, in their face. It's, oh. it's, it's, it's very disfiguring. Interesting. Now, this might be a guy, in which case, some other event happened in his life where he failed to cleanse right after it. It's just initial R, so it could be a poor girl. They didn't say, I don't know. No, no, we, again, we don't have perfect information, but I'm just trying to tell you the usual background for this. Right. Interesting. That is fascinating how ladies will want to lose weight, and that could actually cause problems for them if they cut down on some important foods after the baby. It totally does. But oh. then it's our culture that doesn't celebrate motherhood mm -hmm. and childbirth. So they don't say, oh, you're pregnant. Yes, gain those 40, 60, 80 pounds. Oh, yeah. Then you have the baby. Oh, we can tell you had a baby. You're a celebrity. Yeah, you got 40 pounds of extra load. Look at you. Instead, it's like, oh, my God, I might lose my husband. I got to hurry up lose this weight or, you know, whatever. Or I got to get back into my work clothes or whatever the excuse is. Mm -hmm. yeah. Yeah. Or I should say social pressure is. Social pressure. 